Welcome to Public Health Cares, a podcast produced by Public Health, Dayton, and Montgomery County, and dedicated to keeping all of Montgomery County, Ohio, a healthy, safe, and thriving community. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Public Health Cares. I'm your host, Dan Suffoletto, Public Information Manager, and today we will hear from Amy McAllister, Health Education Specialist, and Tiff Huber, Senior Manager of Public Health's Chronic Disease Prevention Program. Thank you for joining us here today. Public Health's Chronic Disease Prevention Program oversees several programs here at Public Health. Can you tell us, Tiff, a little bit about the the overall concept of the Chronic Disease Prevention Program? Absolutely. Um, So chronic diseases are conditions that persist for at least a year, and they may require medical attention or limit activities. As a person ages, uh, the rate of diabetes, um, high blood pressure, stroke, and heart attack, um, and those uh, type of illnesses um, increases, and the rates uh, that people visit hospitals also increase. Uh, Chronic diseases like heart disease, cancer, and diabetes are the leading cause of death and disability and the leading drivers of annual health care costs in the United States. So chronic disease is something that's very important. That's why we have those programs here at Public Health. We're trying to alleviate as best we can all those conditions. And we have a relatively new program here at Public Health called the PACE program. And that's where Amy is going to join in and tell us a little bit about First of all, I guess, why is there a need for the PACE program? PACE is needed because high blood pressure rates are higher for African-Americans. There are other contributing factors to that, health care, healthy foods in the Black and low-income neighborhoods, which are lacking, additional higher rates, obesity, diabetes, increase the risk for high blood pressure, and heart disease, and statistics really show that um, African-American people fa- face a higher rates of both conditions. So we're seeing in the Black community a higher a rate of uh, high blood pressure, so we're trying to address that through this program, and we, we call it the PACE program. What does the word PACE stand for? It's for physical activity, cooking, and education, and the program covers all three of those because those are the cornerstones for reducing high blood pressure, reducing heart disease, um, helping prevent diabetes along the way. So we hit each cornerstone, giving the people the tools and some information on how they can take part in their own health. And we're trying to reduce the occurrence of diabetes. And high blood pressure is one of the key indicators that we look at not just for diabetes, but for other things in terms of when it becomes a problem for someone, that high blood pressure. So generally speaking, what is high blood pressure? What are, what are the numbers we're looking at there? High blood pressure is normally when your blood pressure is 130 over 80 consistently. So if you go to the doctor, there's a thing called white coat syndrome. And when you see the doctor, your blood pressure goes up naturally for a lot of people. So it's just not one reading. It's over time and different things where it stays over 130, over 80. And with that, you get the diagnosis of high blood pressure. Okay. And then part of this program's focus is, of course, reducing uh, high blood pressure, preventing high blood pressure, number one. So what are some of the things people can do to prevent high blood pressure? Well, the main thing is eating a heart-healthy diet 
um, that is lower in sodium, fats, processed foods, getting moderate daily exercise, walking is the best thing for that. Um, just five, 10 minutes a day, try to get 30 minutes in a day, break it on up, makes it pretty easy, getting good and restorative sleep. And what we mean by that is you go to bed at a, an hour that's good for you, try and get about seven to nine hours worth of sleep unbroken up. So if you get eight hours sleep, but you've been up five times during the night, Uh no longer good or restorative (laughs) sleep. And so if you're drinking alcohol, drink it in moderation. And one of the most things is don't smoke. If you're smoking, please, you know, we'd like you to stop. Everyone would love it. But if you don't smoke, just don't start is right. the easiest thing to do. Yeah, right. As we talk about smoking, I don't want to just let that slide because when we talk about high blood pressure and really a lot of health conditions, being a smoker, people smoking, exposure to secondhand smoke, that is like the most dangerous thing you can do in terms of many different conditions. So we really cannot overemphasize enough to number one, never start smoking at all if you if you haven't smoked. If you are a smoker, we really, really encourage you to try to stop smoking because that is so dangerous and so deadly that if you don't do anything, if you don't do anything else that Amy's talking about here today, <laughs> the one thing you can do is not smoke. So, you know, we want to really make sure we, we, we tell people that and, and, and emphasize that. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything to add on that. Yes, for sure. I definitely wanted to uh, throw in a plug to the Ohio Department of Health tobacco program quit line. So if you are smoking and you are ready to quit, uh, definitely give a call to 1-800-QUIT-NOW to the uh, tobacco quit line so that you can um, get the resources that are available there. And while we're at it, I'll throw in a plug too. We also have the Baby and Me (laughs) Tobacco Free program here at Public Health. That is specifically for pregnant uh, people who um, are smokers. And right. as we stated, that that's horrible for you as an individual. It's equally as horrible, if not worse, for your baby. So we mm-hmm. we have a program here that can help you stop. And it's a good program. So we're, we're not going to get into that today. That's the subject for another <laughs> podcast. But if you do have, have that situation, you can call us here at 225-5700. We can tell you about that separately. But really, all of this, in my mind, as I think about it, goes to the fact that you know, health is not in a silo. Everything you do is related to health. So, and that's what this PACE program is trying to get at, is trying to get you into habits and to show you things that together are going to make a really big difference. You know, one of these little things may help to a degree. When you put them all together, they magnify each other, and that really shows some benefits. So that's why it's a multiple-week program, because it's trying to get you into a, a habit of things. You know, It's trying to show you a pattern and a way to, to, way to, to, way to cope. So not to steal all Amy's thunder there, but I just wanted to yeah, try <laughs> to, to put it into perspective that, you know, and these things we're talking about, too, are, are not just going to help with high blood pressure. They're going to help with a lot of things. Okay. Uh, this is, this is a podcast for Amy, not for me. So we'll, <laughs> we'll bring Amy back into this. But, you're, you're doing a great job for okay. me. I appreciate it. Um, so again, we talked about PACE. It stands for physical activity, cooking, and heart health education. And it's a free program here at public health. That's another great thing about uh, the programs that we provide here at public health. Um, so tell us, um, I know it's a grant funded program. Tell us about mm-hmm. 
how that grant money is coming to us here in Montgomery County, and we're lucky to have it. Um, the grant money is through the Ohio Commission on Minority Health, and it is designed to us create a program for the prevention of hypertension. With it, we did it through a six-week course is how we did the designing of it. I came in kind of as the grant was moving on and through the different things with it. So if Tiff wants to answer how it came to actually be, because she was here longer before <laughs> I was, she was at the very start of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so really, we when we thought about what kind of program we were going to do for this grant, um, when we started to think about what we wanted to do, we went and talked with folks in the community about what they wanted to see. Um, and really, there's a lot of physical activity opportunities. They're generally high costs. They might not be in the right neighborhoods or... Um, they really aren't tailored towards African-Americans, which is the group that we're really trying to make sure that understands and um, uh, and knows where how to access uh, the PACE program. And so um, we developed this program to really keep in mind uh, the barriers. And so we offer this generally in the evenings or weekends. Um, we also try to put it on the bus line um, and we have them in locations and we're planning locations that are going to be in some strategic neighborhoods throughout the city where folks uh, where the rates of high blood pressure are pretty high, but also where folks generally have low access to those things. Um, we're really excited and we try to create a fun and engaging program so that um, people can try out different types of foods um, and also try out different types of exercise to see what they may be interested in and to just really try to make something that people may not always be excited about, especially this time of year where all the good food and stuff is out to say to make these healthy choices, but to have people understand that uh, making healthy choices can be fun and we can reduce some barriers to make it the easy choice. And, and I want to highlight something Tiff pointed out there is we engage the community. That right there is critical to what's going on, not, not only in this program, but all the programs we do here at Public Health, because we don't want to just sit here and tell you this is what we think is good for you and here's how you should do it, blah, blah, blah. We are partnering with the community, partnering with those people in need and trying to come to a an understanding of what's best for them or you as the listener and how we can help you and how we can service you. So through TIFF's conversation with members of the community, uh, key community partners, that's how this whole concept was formed. That's where then Amy comes in and now she's going to be tasked with helping to execute it, to refine it. It's going to be an ongoing thing. There's going to be feedback from participants in the program Absolutely. where it may not be exactly the same each iteration of the program mm -hmm. because we're going to learn from other one another, we're going to try to enhance it and just make it better overall. So that being said, there's kind of like three parts to this whole uh, program, uh, beginning with registration. Amy, can you kind of walk us through that? First part of the pre is pre-registration. And how you pre-register is you can go to the website and you get hooked to a link and that puts us to our pre-registration form. Also, we have QRs that are on our flyers that are out and about in the community that also have the QR form that you can go on in and do the pre-registration online. The second part of that is we do a pre-self-reporting and knowledge survey. And that taste gives us an idea where you're at. It gives us some data for it because this is a grant. They love data and grants. Yeah. And so, and it also gives you an idea to start really kind of thinking about what your habits are. And that's what we're looking for is what your habits are, how you eat, what you do, your exercise, um, basic health knowledge is very important. So we do that. And then we do a pre-screening 
which includes a cholesterol and glucose test because we do need to know cholesterol levels. That's always a fun. Um, BP reading, um, your BMI and your waist measurements. Um, the pre-screening is done by Kettering Health Community and Corporate Outreach Program. We are a partner with them. And each group that we do, we do four within a year. So our first one is our groups are broken up and we can limit 30 people. That's our top number of how many people can participate. But since we're doing four groups a year, if you can't get into the one, we put you on a waiting list. And then we can contact you when the other group one of the other groups are often see which one you prefer to be known for. Oh. The second part, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, good. The second part is your actual six week heart healthy education program that runs once a week and it's for 1.5 hours. Each week we cover a different topic. Um, we also incorporate two 45 minute fitness classes, which are um, led by our locally owned business, which is Mission Fit. And two 45-minute cooking and nutrition demonstration classes led by Kettering Community Outreach. The third part is after everything is done, the class is done, we do follow-ups. So while the program has broken up, we follow people for a year. And fortunately, that year is only every 90 days that group, that first group, second group, go back. They do have to have their pre a post-screening done, which is the exact same thing we did in the, other, the first one which is blood pressure, cholesterol, BMI, and waste. And then they still take another, and then they take a, another um, self-reporting self survey and knowledge test. And this gives us data on seeing if they change anything from their own going on in. So the largest part is that six-week time commitment, mm -hmm. which gives us time to see people changing they get more information. The more education they get, the better they are. The fitness is not the same every week. They, we try new fitness things. So you get a chance to try out different things. With is the same with recipes. And once there's demonstration, you get to try it and you actually do get those recipes. Uh, and when's the first, the next session coming up begins when? The next session coming up starts January 13th. Okay, so registration's open now. You can go to our website right. at phdmc.org. To, to find the registration there. Uh, you could also, if you have further questions or need assistance, you can call us at our main public health phone line at 937-225-5700, and we can provide you with information or correct uh, connect you directly with Amy for further follow-up questions. In terms of who's eligible, we want to just kind of summarize that a little bit. Um, you do have to be over 18, and you cannot currently have high blood pressure, correct? Correct. It is a preventative right. program. We're trying to stop from doing that. That being said, we're also focusing on the African-American community because they are at greater risk because there's a higher rate of high blood pressure and diabetes specifically in, in the uh, African-American community, right? But Correct. the sessions in and of themselves are open to anybody. So um, anyone over 18, I should say. <laughs> But and no high blood of, pressure. And without high pressure. But in terms of, um, you know, we will be talking about some things that are racially relevant to African-Americans and that will uh, speak to some of their unique situations. But anybody is open to to come. Maybe you have a, uh, a friend who um, may not be black, but you want to bring that person with you to support. Certainly they're welcome. That's no problem. Mm -hmm. Anything that can support you and help you succeed, complete this program, and carry on beyond this program, that's what we want to do. So 
you know, the conditions that's going to make it right for you and, and make you succeed is what we're here for. So, um, and then did you mention the incentives? Not yet. Okay. Let's mention them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're going to do that right. So we have two different types of incentives. So the first incentive deals with finishing the six-week course. And when you do the pre-register, you're asked what incentives you like, you would want. So you, the first six weeks course is either a air fryer or slow cooker with a heart healthy cookbook that goes with each one of those items. The second incentive is for completing the post survey stuff. So the post um, survey self-reporting and the BMI, the screenings. And you do that every 90 days from the end of your cohort we go through the end of june of 2024 and for to finish all of those is that you either get a gas card or a grocery um, gift card okay very good and again we said it's a six-week program each of those weeks are kind of broken up into different uh, topics categories so it's not going to be boring a lot of different things <laughs> they're touched on to to help you to go forward Maybe we can just walk through week by week kind of a synopsis of some of the things that are going on each week. Yep. So basically what is learned is heart anatomy and how the heart functions. Just an overview. Um, heart disease, what are these things, high cholesterol, stroke, and diabetes, each of the and how each of these impact our heart and bodies and how to prevent and treat if needed. What else is learned is how food and exercise, stress, because no one ever has that. Sleeping, drinking, um, alcohol, and smoking can impact our heart health also. We forget that smoking just doesn't impact our lungs. It impacts our whole entire body. And so we learn, participants learn how easy exercise is to do from home and how to prepare tasty heart health meals also. So it is broken up six weeks. So each week, really basic, we do thing. Everyone has to sign in for each class that they're in if we do an exercise class or cooking they have to sign into that too so which one you're doing you're signing so we know that you attended all the things we do handouts so those are done at the beginning of the class and then we have a quick five minute quiz of excuse me a five question quiz at the end of each class due to test this knowledge and what you retained so first week it is a mandatory class um, we take a pre-knowledge quiz. We cover through discussion and presentation how the heart works and its anatomy. We also discuss terms that are related to heart and heart disease and what can and cannot be done to prevent heart disease. We also discuss what is a heart attack and what to do if you are having one personally or if you're witnessing a heart attack with it. And once this is done, the class is dismissed. This lasts approximately an hour and a half. We have an hour actual education part. The other half an hour is dealing with the starting paperwork. Week two, the classes now are 40 minutes each. So we do a 40-minute education class, which covers cholesterol and high blood pressure. Again, discussing what these terms, what they are, how it affects our body, how we measure it, what's good, what's bad with it, so we know our numbers. How each impact, again, the heart and health and bodies and our treatment and thing. We will either be doing a cooking and nutrition class at the second part or a fitness class because we do two fitness and two cooking. So each group, it's not going to be like, oh, the second week we have fitness and thing. It's how we can coordinate with the people, our partners and what works the best for them. 
third week, education is physical activity. We also discussed the hard topic of what is a healthy weight, what is overweight, and what is obese, and what those things mean to us and what they are, and also how sleep affects our weight and heart health. We discuss why bodies do need physical activity. We are designed to move, and not moving is nothing. Different types of physical activity and what intensity level means. So everyone's on the same page when someone's talking to them about it. How overweight and obesity is measured. How weight affects our heart and bodies. So if you're discussing this, we're always going to discuss health. We're not discussing if you're this or anything on else with it. We're discussing health issues. Um, what are the barriers to weight loss? And people kind of forget how to do this and how to lose weight safely because everyone loves the commercials. We know this. I lost 50 pounds in three weeks. And we're like, yes, we know that's not true. We, 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 this is not reality. If you did, there is something really seriously wrong, healthy with you. There, you're not, this is not healthy. There's something wrong. You need to go to a doctor and get that checked out. So we do this. Um, these topics are hard for people to hear and talk about. So we do it with compassion. We do it with discussion, no shaming, nothing along the way. We have all different types of body types in there. We have all different things with it. And we discuss how to do things healthily and how to do it for you personally. And then again, we switch to the fitness or a cooking class for the second half of it. Week four, we do cover diabetes. And because hypertension and diabetes have a tendency to go hand in hand, this is really important. There's a lot of misinformation about it. So we discuss what it is, how your, what, how it affects your body, prevention, and again, doing it and the type of it. There, there's different types of diabetes and what they do mean to us and how we can work them and control them with it and knowing your numbers. And again, we always talk about how important these numbers are with it. And again, at the end of the education, we go to one of the other two classes. Week four, I'm sorry, week five is our heart healthy foods. What is heart healthy food? And I always say, Tiff hears me say this all the time. I tell my class is the only one who loves cardboard or two-year-olds and cats. <laughs> no one wants to eat food that tastes horrible, tastes bland, is just bleh. And this when people think about heart healthy food. This is what they're told you can't, you eat chicken, you chicken, rice, and broccoli, right? No size, no, no spice it up. There are million, there are like a hundred different spices out there. Nothing needs to be bland. And we also talk about really nothing's off the table as long as it's done in moderation and we can make it healthy, healthier, which is what we're kind of work with that. Um, how to make good decisions, how to shop, excuse me, how to shop, how that looks like. Um, giving your favorite foods a little bit better of a healthy makeover so you can eat them and enjoy. And again, once that's done and how to shop on a budget, meal prepping, just different aspects along that way with it. And again, we switch at the end of that 40 minutes. Week six is an hour and a half class again, and it is a mandatory class. So the first and last week are mandatory. You have to be there to get the incentive for it. And during the other four weeks, you can only miss two classes with it to keep that incentive. So the last class is a 60-minute class um, with education, and this covers smoking. 
And again, it is an only class on smoking because we do know how impactful smoking is to our bodies and secondhand smoke and even thirdhand smoke. We don't think enough about thirdhand smoke. And we do discuss what those are and what thirdhand smoke is and why it can be very detrimental to people's health, especially children and infants with it. Um, we also discuss how the tobacco company targets populations and gears toward that. We also discuss how vapor vaping does that too. And one of the things with that is along the way of no adult when vaping first started wanted bubble gum flavored vape or grape or nerd flavored grape. These were designed for children and targeted toward children. And so while adults like the flavors later, and there's now things that you cannot promote things toward children, and this is how it goes. And we also talk about the benefits of quitting and breaking habits and breaking the smoking habit. The last 30 minutes is dealing with the paperwork because we always have paperwork. <laughs> and that's dealing with the post-knowledge test um, evaluations on the class for cooking nutrition, fitness, and education, and the overall class itself for the program. And then they go and we do the incentives. And they're done. And we say, thank you so much for being here. We love you dearly. And we appreciate <laughs> you being there because without that, I would not be doing it. And it's very important. And so we love getting the feedback. We love um, having the people. And we really try to be very interactive with discussions and group to have this more moving on that level. And I would say the same thing. Thank you for being with me today. <laughs> I would not be able to do it without you here. Um, <laughs> I do want to remind our listeners that if you want to get in touch with Amy or find out more about the program, visit our website at phdmc.org, or you can call us here at 937-225-5700. We can give you more information, help you with the sign-up if you need help with uh, signing up. Again, thank you very much for joining us. and. This has been Public Health Cares. I've been your host, Dan Suffoletto, Public Information Manager for Public Health Dayton in Montgomery County. And we want to thank Amy McAllister, Health Education Specialist, and Tiff Huber, Senior Manager of Public Health's Chronic Disease Prevention Program, for joining us today. Until next time, stay healthy, Montgomery County. You have been listening to Public Health Cares a podcast produced by Public Health, Dayton, and Montgomery County. We invite you to subscribe so you do not miss any upcoming episodes. For more information about Public Health, Dayton, and Montgomery County, we encourage you to visit our website at phdmc.org and be sure to follow us on social media at Public Health DMC. Thank you for listening, and we hope you will join us on our next episode.